Welcome to the Root of Power podcast, where I teach you how to chase your joy, find alignment, and create a life and a business that you love using actionable methods, interviews, and inspiring stories from people who know that true freedom is found within. I'm your host, your always hype woman and sometimes ass kicker, Amanda Chills, and I am so proud of you for choosing to step into your power. Come along, we've got dreams to build. Okay, my love, I have put everything that I offer for free on one page so that we are not doing more work than we have to because why would we do that? Hashtag work smarter, not harder. So livemyhappyhealth.com slash free. You are going to find everything I've created for not only leveling up in your personal life and building a life that you love, but leveling up in your business life and building a business that you love. Okay livemyhappyhealth.com slash free. Love you. Hello, beautiful soul. I hope you are well. I hope you're ready um, for today because today is a pretty interesting topic and one that I very much enjoy. Although all of the topics that I talk about are ones that I enjoy because I don't have to talk about things that I don't enjoy, <laughs> which is exciting. Um, let me turn on my mic. Okay, we're crushing it this morning. Um, what have we got coming up? So welcome to my world. If this is the first time that you're here, I hope it feels like walking into an old friend's abode. And if you have listened to the podcast multiple times, then I hope it's like coming back into my home. Today, we're going to talk about abundance versus scarcity mindset. And it's something that I see um, that's kind of sneaky. It makes like a huge difference once you get good at it, but most people don't. Well, honestly, most people never even think about their mindset, but if you're listening to this podcast, congrats, you're ahead of like the vast majority of people. Um, literally most people never do any personal development past like high school or college if they went to college, which is really a shame because imagine being stuck in like your 21, 22 year old mindset, but you're like 40, 50, 60, 70 years old. I'm sure you know people like this, right? Like I work with a lot of, a lot of people in their like 20s and 30s. And, you know, your mid 20s and your early 30s are a time where people like really, really kind of go one or two ways. They're growing, they're expanding, they're learning, they're, you know, going to the next level, whatever that is for them, or they're stuck. So you, I'm sure you know people in their 30s and 40s who are like still in that maybe high school mindset or still in that like party mindset, not really planning for a future, not investing in themselves, not prioritizing growth. And oh boy, howdy, does that set you up for some shit later on down the line? So just by listening to this podcast or any kind of like personal development, going to therapy, reading a book, hiring a coach, doing courses, like you are literally ahead of the vast majority of people who don't work on themselves at all. So congratulations, you're already steps ahead. This episode is going to be very useful for you. That is the intention because 
your mindset and the way that we filter data. So all data is neutral, right? Like everything that happens is neutral. Our interpretation of it is really what matters. So whether we see a threat everywhere or whether we see an opportunity everywhere will determine so much of your life's trajectory. And I'm sure you also know people who are just like dramatic as fuck all the time. Like something is always going on. The world is out to get them. It's never their fault. You know, this always happens and this always happens. And they're just like crisis, 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 crisis. And it like never seems to stop. Mm, those people tend to operate with a scarcity mindset. And then you've got people who, even though they go through adversity, even though they go through hard times, because like the only people who have no problems are dead people. So everyone has problems. Everyone has things that we go through that we don't necessarily love, that we don't necessarily want to go through, but it's okay. They can get through it. There's more opportunity. There's you know, some people see a threat and some people see an opportunity. So that's kind of a good overview of like abundance versus scarcity mindset. But the way that it really plays out in a bigger life is like a scarcity mindset, essentially. Imagine that like people tend to think of the world as a pie. And if I have more, it means you have less because there's only so much available. So if a hundred units are available and I have 50 and you have 50 and then I have 60 and a scarcity mindset says that you now have 40. So that naturally makes people hoard. It naturally makes people brace and get defensive and get scared and want to protect, right? Do you remember... I'm sure you do. You remember like when everyone went crazy buying toilet paper in the beginning of the pandemic, like that's very much a scarcity mindset. People were buying like hundreds of rolls of toilet paper because they were terrified toilet paper would run out, which then caused this crisis where there was no toilet paper versus people taking what they needed and trusting that there would be more available. Now you may be like, Amanda, but there was only so much toilet paper made. And it's like, yeah, if everyone had only taken what they needed and just bought it as they needed it, then we would literally never have had a problem. So that was a really good example of how like the vast majority of people operate in a scarcity mindset, which naturally like the consequence of that is that you're afraid. You see anything trying to quote unquote, take something from you as a threat. You become overly protective. You become bitey. You become defensive. Like that is not the vibe, but I'm sure you know people like that. And you may be doing some of that. So thank goodness you're listening to this because we're going to work you out of it. And you may be like, okay, cool. Like that's a scarcity mindset. What's an abundance mindset? So an abundance mindset understands that there is no pie. There is no limited amount of anything in this life. There's no limited energy. There's no limited money. There's no limited clients. There's no limited love or affection or friendship or whatever. Like there's always more essentially as an abundance mindset. There's always more. There's always more than enough. There's always more than enough for you and for me, which when you have an abundance mindset, there's no need for competition because resources are ever flowing. Resources are ever abundant. There's always more. 
So you see this in the entrepreneurship realm where people are like, well, I can't, I don't, I don't want to tell people how I work. I don't want to tell people my methodologies because then they'll never buy, right? The old phrase, like why buy the cow when you can get the milk for free is a scarcity mindset. And if you're a man, you've perhaps never heard that. But if you're a woman, I can almost guarantee that you've heard that where they're like, don't have sex with someone because then they'll never marry you as if like the only reason to marry someone is so you can regularly have sex with them. That makes no sense and creates a really fucked up mindset, right? So scarcity says there's not enough. I have to protect. I have to hoard. I have to make sure that no one is taking from me, which mm, that the amount of energy that it takes to do that is like literally exhausting. And then people wonder why they're exhausted all the time. It's like, hello, eight you. That's what's happening. Versus an abundance mindset saying there's always more than enough. Like it doesn't matter if you have more, get more because there's more available to me. Like there's, there's no set limit on anything. There's always more available, which makes it a lot easier to go through challenges because one, you're not reacting from a competitive mindset. Now, obviously if you're an athlete, like only one person can win first place, only one person can win second place, whatever. But like life is not athletics. Life is not a competition. It's collaboration. So when you have an abundance mindset, you can collaborate with people because when you work with people who are great, you get better the people who you work for benefit. So there's no need to compete because no one can take anything from you. There's always more available. So the belief that there is more than enough is a scarcity mindset. So there are opportunities and resources available to you and you can always create more abundance. If you want more money, you can go find it. If you want more clients, you can go find it. If you want more joy, you can go find it. If you want more friends, you can go make them. Like there's always more than enough for you. So it's kind of like if you're a parent and you think, oh God, like I had one child and I love them with my, you know, my heart now lives outside of my body. If I have a second child, will I love them as much? And what you find is your love is infinite. That's what you find. So there's no need to be afraid that things are limited because they're not. Now, people who understand this, People who work from an abundance mindset take more risk. They're more willing to go after what they want because there's a higher chance that they're going to get it because they believe there's always more. When you operate from that mindset, you're operating from trust. You're operating from evidence that, well, there's really no trust involved because you have so much evidence that there is always more that it becomes its own safety net. So you can take a leap knowing that that safety net is there because whatever you look for, you're going to find. If you look for evidence that things are limited, then you're, you're going to find that, right? That's called confirmation bias. What you look for, you will find. It's like <laughs> if you have a friend or if you've been that person who's like, well, I was going through their phone and I found messages. Well, yeah, you're going to look for what you fucking, you're going to find what you look for. So if you are looking for problems, you're going to find problems. If you're looking for opportunity, you're going to find opportunity. If you're looking for evidence that this universe is so much more abundant than we under can probably comprehend is like, you're going to find that. And if you look for evidence where there's limitations and barriers and there's not enough and you lost and they won, then like, okay, yeah, you're going to find that, but that doesn't benefit you. It doesn't help you. It just makes you afraid and small and that like, tell me how that works out for you. It makes no sense. 
So people who operate from an abundance mindset understand that challenges are opportunities to learn and grow, and they're more likely to pursue their dreams because they're not holding themselves back by putting all this energy into being defensive or hoarding resources or being afraid. Like fear is valuable if you're running away from a bear in real life trying to eat you. But if you've decided that your whole life is a bear, you're just constantly running and you're not even running in a direction that serves you. You're just running away, but away doesn't get you towards anything. It only gets you away from things. So if your whole life is a bear, which that's what a scarcity mindset does. It turns any opportunity into a bear. It turns any risk into a bear. It turns any like person who could compete quote unquote against you into a bear instead of a collaborator. Like you're just spending all of your energy running. And it's like, yeah, fear is really great if you want to sprint a short distance because all the blood goes to your legs. But when you operate in fear because the blood is going to your legs, it's going away from your head, which means you have no access or very limited access. Well, really you have none to intuition, to creativity, to problem solving, to courage, to your ability to be clear. And I would, you know, wager that it's much more in our interest to be clear and creative and good at problem solving than it is to not be any of those things. So fear doesn't serve us unless there's a literal physical danger like a bear. But many people make their whole lives a bear, which is what a scarcity mindset does. It sees threats everywhere. It's not That does not behoove you, okay? So an abundance mindset allows you to have access to your ability to think clearly, to your intuition, to your creativity, to your problem solving, to your courage, to that beautiful, wonderful brain of yours that can do basically anything, which is amazing. It's so cool. People who have an abundance mindset tend to be generous because they know there's always more. There's always more love. There's always more money. There's always more resources. So they don't need to like hoard them. You know, like you've seen um, perhaps Lord of the Rings where like Gollum has the ring and they try and take it. And he's like, <sighs> like, okay, yeah, there, there's only five rings and he has one of them. Yeah, hi, kitty. But that's an actual limited resource. So we're like, people will do that with love. People will do that with clients. People will do that with resources that are literally infinite. It just makes no sense. Ideas, you know, brain power, whatever. So there's no need to protect because more is always on the way, which means when you're open and willing to do that, like that open energy is so magnetic. And so if, you know, you're wanting to build relationships with people, it benefits you to have an open energy versus a closed, bracing, protective energy. Like you can feel when people are like that and it automatically, subconsciously, puts you on the defensive as well because your subconscious is going to read that body energy and say, why are they bracing? There must be a threat. I better brace too. And now both of you are energetically shut off. That doesn't make any sense. When you're energetically open, you energetically open other people. An abundance mindset makes you energetically open, which means everyone around you now becomes more open, more relaxed, more receptive, which means you're more magnetic. You have a greater ability to influence, which is a beautiful thing. 
And a scarcity mindset, right? Coming back to the belief that there's not enough, there's a set amount. More for you means less for me. Puts you on the defensive. It means that you have to compete. And when people compete for their whole lives, and that's freaking exhausting. Like athletes don't even do that. They don't compete every single day, all day long. They spend their lives, you know, training, but they're not competing all the time. It's very, very hard. The other thing a scarcity mindset does is it keeps your brain scanning for evidence of a loss instead of evidence of a gain. And again, what you look for, you're going to find. So if all you see is loss, 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 well, you're going to pretty soon think you're a loser. You're going to think that you're bad at handling whatever resources you have. You're likely going to protect even harder because what you're doing is stacking losses instead of stacking evidence of gains. So it puts you in a completely different mindset and then you become closed and you become like hard is the word that my brain is giving me. Like, again, think of someone, you know, who like really, really focuses on what they don't have and they operate from lack Oh, that is not a person that you enjoy spending time around because one, they're not happy. And two, the energy is very frantic versus someone who operates from an abundance energy who's like, well, yeah, there's more than enough. It's like, it's not a problem because I can always access more versus, oh God, I have to protect what I have. It's a very, very different energy. Kitty came up to sit in my lap. Hi, baby. So it puts them into anxiety, fear, and protection. That's what a scarcity mindset does. And that is no way to live your life. Because again, fear is great for short bursts of energy if you're running away from a literal threat that will kill you. But if you decide your whole life is a threat, if all you see is threats, well, because the blood goes to your legs to run away and it goes away from your organ function. It goes away from your brain, which means your nervous system is now stressed the fuck out 24 seven. Your organs quite literally don't function as well. Your adrenals are whack and you have no access to problem solving or clarity or intuition or creativity or any of those things. So you can't even solve problems. You just, your mind, your mind just goes run, 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 but you keep running basically in circles. It's like you're on a merry-go-round and it's on fire and that's not a vibe, right? So you may be like, oh, well, shit, Amanda, how do I change my mindset? Well, I'm so glad that you asked because I'm going to tell you. So here's the steps in no particular order. But here's how we start doing that. You start intentionally looking for evidence where you are winning, where you are already resourced, where you are already abundant. For example, energy is abundant. You can replenish it. Your ideas are abundant. You can replenish it. Love is abundant. It doesn't run out. You can love everything in the world and you have more of a capacity to do so. So you start becoming an FBI agent, a detective, a personal, personal, oh, private investigator, personal investigator, whatever, whatever word you enjoy, 
start looking for evidence where you were already abundant, already resourced, already overflowing. Because one, what you look for, you're gonna find. So why wouldn't we look for things that help us? That makes sense, right? You're going to prioritize people who speak your name in a room full of opportunities. Birds of a feather flock together. Now, the whole quote is birds of a feather flock together until the cat comes, which is a warning against fair weather friends. But for our purposes, the first part is useful. Although the whole thing is useful, we're just not talking about that right now. So like tends to attract like. So if you have been operating in a scarcity mindset, I would really encourage you to take a look at who you spend time around. Because one, you learned it from somewhere, right? Mindset is taught. It's modeled. It's observed. We integrate it and then we do it. And we tend to spend time around people who are like us. So if the people you spend time with complain, have a victim mindset, have a scarcity mindset, well, guess what? You're going to continue. It's hard to speak, learn to speak Spanish if nobody around you speaks Spanish. So you want to intentionally find people who have an abundance mindset. And now you know what to look for because we covered that earlier. You want to choose to see opportunities everywhere. People who are lucky keep themselves open to opportunities, keep themselves open to the universe knocking on their door and saying, hey, here's a thing. So are people lucky or are they continually open? I would argue that they're continually open and they're continually looking. So keep yourself open to opportunities and choose to see opportunities and inspiration and abundance everywhere. In nature, in your friendships, in your job, in yourself, in your thoughts. There's so much abundance everywhere. Choose to see that. This is where the FBI agent part comes in. Choose that you always win. You never lose. This one is one that people don't talk about very much when they talk about abundance, but you never lose. Everything you've ever gone through has gotten you here, and it could never have been different. Because it was what it was. So you could never have done anything differently. Nothing differently could have ever happened to you. You always win. Everything is a lesson, maybe a very painful lesson, maybe trial by fire. But it is in service of your growth. So even the lessons are abundant. You always win. There's no worry. You always win. Everything is in service for you. You choose that the world is much bigger and kinder and more generous than you have known. If you have not grown up in a world that was kind or generous, I promise you that exists. Okay. I work with a lot of people who think, well, humans are just garbage. Humans are horrible. And there are people who save hummingbirds for fun, for fun. It's something they enjoy to do. There are people who build gardens to attract bees. And there are people who save kittens. And there are people who would, you know, humans would pull anyone out of oncoming traffic. Like it's who humans are. And it's a choice. Again, the more you look for evidence, the more you're going to find evidence. So when you choose to believe that the world is bigger and kinder and more generous, you're going, your brain 
hates being proven wrong. So it's going to prove that right. And a belief is just a thought repeated. So the more you repeat a thought, the more that belief is held, the more benefits you get. So the world is so much kinder and more generous than perhaps you have known, but it is there. Look for it. Stack that evidence. The belief that there is always more coming, right? If you imagine a rose bush, it doesn't, like it has a certain number of blooms, but there'll be more blooms next year and there'll be more blooms the next year and there'll be more blooms the next year. Like it may not flower all year round, but it does continually produce. Humans are the same way. The more you produce, the more you produce. The kinder you are, the kinder you are. The more you laugh, the more you laugh. Like there's always more coming. There's always more clients. There's always more love. There's always more opportunities. And so then there's no need to be stingy. There's no need to protect. There's no need to be afraid because there's always more coming. There's always more available to you. You start making decisions from love instead of fear. This is a hallmark of someone who operates in abundance is they make decisions based on what they want, not running away from what they're afraid of. So in practice, this looks like someone taking a job because it sounds like a great opportunity instead of staying at the job they hate because, oh God, what if I hate a new job and it's the same? That's operating from scarcity and fear versus taking a new job and trying it out is operating from abundance. Um, another example is like, I'm a therapist, right? So I run a private practice and I don't need to take Every single client that comes my way because some are not a good fit. But if I was operating out of scarcity, I would say, oh God, I need every single client that comes my way because what if another one doesn't come? But then it puts me in pressure. It puts me in feeling hopeless. Like that's not an energy that would serve anyone. So I turn away people that are a bad fit because I'm not going to be able to help them anyway. Or I won't be as effective as someone who's a a good fit for them. And I know that more clients are always coming. Same thing, which puts me in a position of stability and groundedness and empowerment because there's no fear. There's no need for it. It doesn't benefit me and it certainly doesn't benefit them. You can use some mantras. There's always more than enough. I have access to infinite resources. I'm already resourced. I have the ability to find more, to create more, to build more. Any of those will work for you. So those are the steps for it. But the perhaps the biggest, most um, important step is to start noticing your thought patterns and noticing your thoughts. When you find yourself, if you find yourself operating out of scarcity, you can shift that and the better you get at noticing it, the better you get at noticing it and the better you get at shifting it. That's also abundant. Your ability to learn is abundant. You're not a rock. You have a beautiful brain and you can learn things. So go forth, go be abundant. Um, if this episode is useful to you at all, holler at your girl, but more importantly, leave me a five-star review. Okay. Love you. Bye. Bye.